Episode 1 I'm Disabled mentally I have a lot of mental health issues And when it comes to life It's rather hard and difficult I'm not good with words It's hard to articulate What I want when I'm behind the computer and a live mic in my hand, I can express myself. That's what this is all for. I will talk about many things, my point of view, my thinking, and it may help somebody, it may save a life. May help you with whatever you are going through. I don't have an agenda. I'm just talking about life. So today I actually want to talk about handling of grief. And how my coping mechanisms are vastly different than most. And I'm not just talking about death. Or could be you... I had a panic attack last night. Because I lost my fork. I only had one. I had one fork. And I lost it. I may have thrown it away by accident. It happens. But I had a panic attack because I bought a rotisserie chicken. And my only fork is not where my fork goes. And you may be thinking, well, it's a fork. Well, when you're on a limited income and you're not going out um, daily, I try and avoid people as much as I can. Don't go outside. And even wanting to order it on Amazon, not sponsored, but I'm, no, that's not something that my brain can comprehend. So I don't have a fork now. Okay. So I have an entire panic attack. Um, I, I try to do things to entertain me, um, but if it's something that is really hard, like grief, it may last for years. Um, things just don't 
go away with me. And this is not the easiest topic to start off with, but that's what my mind wants to do. And I'm just going to be sitting here talking. So, I try really hard to do what people in my circle say. It's like, I don't, don't think about it. You can't change the fact. Oh, you're right, I can't. But, the urge to... Get in, get in contact with, you know, the deceased or something that is making me go, oh, you know what, this person would have really enjoyed the sunset. And it would make me cry. It would, I'm highly emotional. I am a... Well, adept human with intelligence aplenty, but when it comes to the emotional sector of my brain, I feel. I feel lots of emotions and it can basically change the entire outcome of a day. I will give you an example. A few nights ago, I was spending time with a group of people and I always feel that I don't belong with this group of people. And I'm honest about that. I just don't fit in. There's no place for me. There's no room for me with this group of people. And yet, they care about me. They care about uh, my belief system and how I always am positive and always laughing and just being silly, just being me. And one of the people were talking about what they were doing. And I was fine. I was doing good. And they said some choice words, certain words. And I muted my mic because we were talking via PlayStation's party chat system, which is 
absolutely garbage at this point. They they messed that up. Um, but I clicked my mic and I was talking because I was feeling a lot of emotions. A little bitterness, a little loneliness, just dealing with my headcanon of, you know, I don't belong. And I'm, I mean that in the sense of, you know, not belonging somewhere is, for me, it's very common. Um, it shouldn't be, but it happens. And, you know, I'm not good enough, or I'm not the best enough. I'm not, you know, sometimes, you know, life would be better without me. And that goes hand in hand with grief, because it's like, well, you know, that person should still be alive, and I should be in that place. I'm not trying to be grim. I'm being honest. And I can say the same thing tomorrow, and I can think differently because my point of view change, I change, and just every day is different. But it was hard for me to hear these amazing things. And yet, on the other hand, I'm so happy for them. But then I look at my life and see, oh, a 400-pound retarded disabled person that, you know, Everybody looks fast. I am the invisible six foot five, four hundred pounder. It's absolutely astonishing that I can walk down the street, get hit by a car, and the driver gets out and says, Oh my gosh, I didn't see you. Well, I'm wearing a bright red jacket. You know. And yet, I give them a little bow and a thumbs up and I walk away. You know, I'm, I'm poor and I'm okay with that. And, you know, being hit by vehicles seems to be um, something that used to happen a lot. Doesn't happen anymore because I don't go outside. Don't leave. But I'm ignored. And... It's, it's hard. I 
I try really hard to live my life the best I can. I am riddled with disabilities. I'm riddled with mental health problems. I try really hard not to let them define me until today. For a majority of my life, I've tried really hard to live the best that I can be. Now I want to help people. Now I want to help people know that there's people out there that may need to hear some guy with a lot of health issues, mentally ill. And learn something. And I used to be picked on. I used to be beat up growing up. I used to be bitter. Might be a little still bitter. But life, you know, you get one. You get one chance at life. And... It's not easy. Grief is even worse when it comes to somebody who has high depth in emotions. About four years ago, I lost my dad. And the place that I was in my life was not good. I was not in the best mindset so about a month before he passed away I uprooted my life I lost everything and I moved to where my dad was located and his death was very sudden and I was about to go on a vacation um, three days after he passed away. And he was very excited for me that I was uh, going on this vacation. And then uh, we were planning on going to uh, Las Vegas. Um, the following year, because he was big on cars going in circles, which I am a huge fan of cars going into circles. And so I was like, all right, well, we'll do this. And his death was very sudden, and I was not not prepared 
I mean, who's prepared to um, lose everything, go to your last resort, and then a person passes away and you're you're just lost. And at that point, I contemplated suicide. It was beyond contemplation at that point because I was gone. Mentally, I was already gone. However, I had an obligation. This vacation was already well years planned and was already paid for. So I left and I went to the vacation, picked up the uh, female friend who was also joining me on this journey and this was her first trip out of state with you know non-family and whatnot. and so I tried everything to make them feel good And all that I wanted in my brain, I didn't want to be there. I was, I was, I was, I was mentally gone. I was, it was one of those things where if you had a conversation with me, within the past 20 days of that interaction there was no soul there was no heart there was no feeling however the world said you know we can't have this we need to give you something to smile a small win don't have many of those in my life. Don't have many wins. So, um, day three of the vacation, uh, we went to the event that we were going to. And I'm just, that I'm enjoying myself but at the same time, my brain is, well, I'm homeless. I have nowhere to go. I have no direction. And, you know, here I'm being a guardian to a good friend of mine. And you know, I'm, I'm done. You know. Just going down the rabbit hole of... You know, I'm going to just enjoy the next few days and... 
you know, after I drop them off, you know, fade away. That's where my mind was. So here I am at this event and I started trying in a sea field where everybody was ecstatic, everybody was high on emotions when um, uh, some context, uh, some people that were a part of this aesthetic thing. And with this event that there were thousands of people there and people that hadn't been there for almost a decade seemed like seven years and they came out and everybody was joyless and I'm crying and uh, my female friend who was next to me was well you're showing emotion you're you're I've never seen you static I've never seen you excited for something and she was pumped and she's never experienced any of this thing in the world and I'm a huge proponent of you know taking risks going to something that you're not used to doing you know and she enjoyed this event and that, that was a small win for me going uh, back and I was heavily depressed. I lived my life depressed. You know, I'm coping with life mentally ill, disabled. Depression is a bitch. Um, and this podcast is something that I'm going to be doing. Just a heads up. The stories uh, may be true. Some things will be changed, some things will be exaggerated, some things will be underplayed. Um, just a heads up. Um, but grief for people, it's hard. I. It takes me a while to understand that somebody may or may not be in my life and yet I may still want them to be in my life in a certain manner or capacity or whatnot and sometimes I just don't belong or I'm not worth it or I don't deserve it um, and for me I play a lot of video games. I'm very intelligent when it comes to video games. I'm terrible at them. I 
stream on Twitch. And I am ecstatic when one person shows up. Most likely the bot. But I go, oh, there's somebody in my channel. And yet, you know, it's hard to know that when anybody is passionate about something, I'm the first person in line of, I'll support you. What you doing? How can I help? What What's going on? And I'm a support system. I try really hard to help people achieve their dreams. And it's funny, when it comes to my aspirations and the things that I like, you know, I really wanted to be affiliated uh, on Twitch. And I asked a lot of the people in my circles, hey, you know, I need an average of three viewers. Um, and they're like, no. I'm sorry. We're not, not going to happen. We're not going to support you. And they give the line of, oh, watching other people play video games are boring. And yet, when somebody else in their circle is trying to start up a Twitch stream, they're in there, they're commenting there. And I'm like, I, I see. I've, I understand. I've, I'm, and that, that weighs heavy on me because I try to do a lot and then people discourage me, say, oh, you, aren't you cute trying to do something, but you're just a little retard. Nothing's going to good to happen to you. My entire life been that way and I try really hard to go you know what I'll show you and I've been trying really hard to you know do something for me and this podcast this is me it's like you know I can help people. I can be myself and I can talk about my life, my problems and stories. Some may be funny, some be absolutely terrifying. But life is hard. I don't care who your life is hard. And I remember the depression state that I was during the passing of my dad. Oh, I will be honest, we didn't always get along. We didn't always see eye to eye. But I valued every moment of the last month of his life. And that will forever be t- 
to who I am. And the people in my life who understand that every day is hard for me. And I used to hide the fact that, you know, I'm not doing well mentally. Um, you know, I'm alone. There's, you know, it's really hard to go out and be the abomination of so the social tier. Because not only am I a tall, large feller, I'm missing teeth. A lot of them are broken, missing. I obviously lisp, and talking is not the greatest avenue for me or to convey what I'm trying to think about when it comes to dealing with another human. Um, and... Yet, when it comes to other things, I'm very intelligent and very, um, very blessed to know the skill that I know. And I would never give them up in a world because I am me. And I obviously, um, I did not, um, go down where my brain wanted me to go and I strive I survive I'm built to withstand walls falling has been my entire life the people close to me who live normal lives, they have normal jobs, they have normal relationships, yet they will go out on a limb and go, hey, how are you today? Is today a good mentally day? Hear the smile. Hear the dinosaur. And that puts a smile on my face. Or, you know, here's a panda. Because I like pandas. Things that I'm good at, I strive. I'm, and when I'm passionate for something, I'm passionate. Um, to this day, I still stream on Twitch. And I get one view. And I get the, hey, here's your daily Twitch summary. To be affiliate, you need to have an average of three viewers. I am good at one. But I'm still passionate. I still, I love gaming. Gaming makes me happy. And, you know, it's, it's not easy. To be somebody who 
doesn't conform to society. And what I mean by that is I don't have a job. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have kids, obviously. I get my money from government. I deal with them frequently. Yet, I feel like people need to understand that, you know, treating people who want to be treated like normal people and not, oh, don't look at that fat retard. I've seen it, I've heard it, and I try and smile. I'm, I love being goofy, I love being silly, because silliness is amazing. And I try really hard to be the best me I can be. It's not easy. Um, a couple of nights ago, uh, a friend was hounding me, wanting to say, she was saying to me, hey, what's wrong? Say nothing, I'm good. That's my default answer. You know, nothing, I'm good. It's like, how you sound terrible. It's like, no, I'm good. Everything's good. And I'm quiet. Piece of my mind, my head. It's yelling, screaming. It's, it's yelling. It's screaming. It's thinking of events that happened 17 years ago. I can't change that. But at that point, that's where my brain is. It's like, hey, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm good. And yet, inner battles. And yet, when I can latch on something, that I can flip that switch from turning the voices... And I don't mean, like, you know, bad voices. I just mean the noise of the daily interaction in the brain. You know, if I'm just sitting down and I'm playing video games and I'm interacting with the brain, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about so many things other than what I'm actually doing on screen. My brain is trying to latch on some sort of motivation other than just playing. And I'm entertained. I'm I'm loving what I'm doing, but my brain is thinking of other stuff that I can be doing. Um, and normally my brain thinks of the thing that I cannot change, cannot control. And when this person was hounding me, of, hey, what's wrong? Talk to me. What's wrong? It's like, no, I'm good. And yet, they mentioned that they were working on a project. 
I immediately went, all right, if you would like, talk to me about this project and their passion, their motivation. And I'm like, okay, because I like good conversations. And for me, it helps my brain go, okay, this is a good conversation and laughter, but, you know, this person, you know, eight months ago, if they said, hey, what's wrong? I'd tell them, but not anymore. I'm I'm no longer letting my emotions and the things that are I'm no longer letting them out to other people. Close that off. Um in the last four months I've changed a lot of how I've done things, how I interact with people. And I think it's kind of for the better. Um, And I get the notion of how people may perceive certain actions Uh, certain words, certain dialect. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play games. I'm going to smile, but I'm going to keep what I'm going to be doing close to my chest. Because every time that I've ever been passionate about something and I've told people three things usually happens. One, they say that I'm not good enough, I'm a piece of crap, and that I'm just a waste of space. Okay, cool. That gets to me. I don't think that of me. I think very highly of me. Hence why I stir... I survive, I strive to survive. I strive to smile. It's very dark. I'm missing teeth, but if I'm going to smile, I'm going to smile the best smile that I can. The second type of people that I deal with on a daily basis, when I tell them goals and passion of, oh, you know, I tried that and I I didn't succeed. So you shouldn't even bother. Because if I didn't succeed, you're definitely not going to do any better. Well, but it gives me something to do. It gives me something to wake up to. Because... In the last five months, I sleep about 5 a.m. and I wake up about 7 p.m. Not that late. In all honesty, I'm usually up by 2. 
but it feels like I don't do anything until 7 p.m. Because I, I'm a very uh, driven, motivational person. For the last three years, I was so motivated. I was so driven. I had reasons to wake up. I was, I was losing weight. I, I had a goal. I had a future. I had something that I was chasing. I was driven. After my dad passed away, I was lost. And it took me until August of 2017. I found my motivation. I built my life. And I got me an apartment. I, you know, my... I started, you know, 2017. Was homeless. So got me back on track. Uh, got me in a place was okay and then some hiccups and emotional breakdowns here and there it happens but I'm looking on the positive side and right now I'm talking about the good stuff but I was driven I had a goal and even with 2020 for what that happened to my brain and other health issues and things that really uh, ruined majority of my drive. But I was lost. And by December 13 of 2020 I was at that point I was gone I mentally I was destroyed but again I strive I survive I adapt and growth still learning still still doing my best and it's not easy I I have plenty of stories pr- plenty of stuff that I can tap into and I hope I can and if I can change one person's view or even help them of you know same things may you know, change somebody's life. I'm... One thing that I've always been proud of for me is the way that I hold myself not only accountable, but I also hold myself with the uttermost respect. There's... If I'm having a conversation with people... The people that I uh, play games with, almost nightly, there's a group of people that I will 
hang out with. We all chat. And we have a good time. Sometimes I do, like I alluded to earlier, I do. I do feel out of place. I don't fit in this group. Yet, we're gamers. We're misfits. We're hooligans of the gaming world. Because, you know, we just like having conversations. And most of the time, nobody's having a conversation. Or we're playing video games and having a chat. But the one thing that I've always done is gratitude. That's how I've been built. And that's what I do. I'm very grateful. So, example, let's say I'm in a party chat with you, I'm talking to you, and we're playing games. And we're having a lot of fun. And you're like, you know what? I need to make dinner, or I need to go, I need to do something else. And you're like, you know what? In about 30 minutes, I need to go. In my brain, the way that my brain works, excuse me, the way that my brain works, I have 30 minutes. So, I will automatically start winding down the conversation that we were having. If, in my mind, you know, we're having a conversation and I'm going to be talking for 10 years. Okay, now I need to take that 10 years, make it 30 minutes. Then... So I make sure that people hear me and understand that it's not an act. It's not something that I just say. It's something that I mean. And a lot of people now understand that's who I am and I generally mean it. But I will say, you know, thank you so much for playing games with me and spending some time with me. I highly appreciate it. I genuinely enjoyed time with you and yeah we may have argued you may have told me your point of view but I appreciate you and thank you so much for spending time with me and uh, gaming with me and I am very proud of you and the group of people who I hang out with. We've only known each other for about a year. Um, now, their group, they've known each other for many years. Many years. And it basically two groups merging into one. And I just feel left out most of the time. And that's okay. Um, 
even though they call me the glue. But the first couple nights, they're like, you know, I'll talk to you tomorrow, click. Um, and so only one person ever heard me really say, because they went, okay, I gotta go, click. I didn't get any uh, warning that they were going. Or I would have um, said, hey, I had a good time. I'm grateful that we spent time together today. And so about four days in, just halfway of talking, I said, I appreciate everybody here. Thank you so much. And I said that the next day. And they're like, oh, hey, I'm going to leave. Boom. I said my thing. And a year later, I still... And now they realize that now they're doing that. And at first, in my mind, at first I thought they were mocking me. Because that's something that is, has been something that people have done in my past. But no, they realize that, you know, they were friends a lot longer before I showed up. That, you know, I like this. I like saying, hey, I appreciate you. Have a great day. Because... The next day, if they're having a bad day, they will go, you know what? I mean, I want to talk to uh, my friend, and life is hard. Don't, don't get me wrong, life can be really hard emotionally, especially what you may or may not be doing with your life. And one of the friends he was not having a good day. And his best friend was not available. So he shoots me a message and saying, I'm having such a hard day. Um, I wish somebody could punch me. I'm not doing well. And so me being funny, me being who I am, I take my phone and I scour my face and I record myself punching my phone. And he starts laughing and I made his day better. It's a small thing in life and I will do things silly. And... Again, I like making people laugh, even if it's to my stupidity and, uh, you know, being silly. If I have to put a five-gallon bucket on my head, I will. If I have to put an ice cream bucket on my head to get a laugh out of you, I will. You know... I'm for somebody who's very passionate about things sometimes being discouraged is the worst thing that can happen and that's number three
of the you know what why don't I do what you want to do so you don't have to because I want to be a star I want to be an actor I you don't deserve this you don't deserve to be happy. And discouraging actions of the, you know, I will take this idea that you had that you've been making lots of notes on, and you know what? I'm not going to give you any credit for it. Thank you very much, sucker. And that just makes me miserable. So I now no longer tell people what I'm going to do. I keep my dreams and aspirations down to myself. Because I love doing what I do and there's a lot of things that I can't do. And I'm okay with that. Grief for me comes in many different ways. And especially finding out when you lose a fork. I will have a panic attack. I'm okay with that now. But some days if I lose my fork, it's like, oh well. But every day is a struggle, and that's okay. There's where I'm at in my life, it's not the best, but I know very well that I'm in a place I'm in a safe place in my head that you know what I can talk about things and I can help people now I don't know what next week will bring I may touch about grief again I may talk about something else different story I don't know I ramble and I love it because you're getting in real time how my brain works and where um, things may go. I am passionate about talking about myself and life can be and will be life. It will bring happiness. It will bring sadness. It will bring sadness. Words are hard. And it's a thing. And I like to bring I would like to bring awareness that people who are mentally ill or disabled or who are overlooked 
we matter. Now, some people have it worse than I do. I know this 100%. But, you know, I give them time. I'm, I understand that people matter. And mentally, a lot of people are mentally unwell. And sometimes they probably don't even know it. But I'm of a huge proponent of honesty and respect. And thank you for the inaugural episode of Coping With Life. Mentally ill. Disabled and mentally ill. Coping with life, disabled and mentally ill. I think that's what I'm going to call that. Uh, And thank you so much. I love each and every one of you. You matter. Be safe. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. Whatever it may be for you. I bid you adieu.